0: And warm Pacific greetings to you all. My name is Willie Golofa'i, the host of the Pacific Juice Podcast, and I'd like to welcome you all to this dalanua. Pacific Juice Podcast is proudly brought to you by Dynasty Sport, official apparel partners of Mona Pacifica and Tongan Rugby League, a.k.a. the Mate Maa Tonga. Pacifica's kit is made from Dynasty's new Ecotech fabrics made from recycled plastic bottles. Ecotech is also available for your local sports club too. Dynasty Sport is giving away a $300 online voucher each time we release an episode, so click on the link below to enter and win. Also, get 10% off everything in their online store using the code Pacific Juice. Follow them on Instagram at dynasty.sport.official. All links will be in the description. Now before we continue I'd like to thank everyone who has supported Pacific Juice in any way. We do appreciate the love and the support that we've received. Uh, This podcast was always going to be the next step and it's great to finally have it up and running. In these Dalanoa we'll be looking to chat to some of the most influential Pacifica rugby personalities in the game. I'm excited about the guests that we have lined up for you. It will be raw Talanoa uh, as we dive into culture, identity, a little bit of code, obviously, uh, with the aim to celebrate, inspire, and empower Pacifica. Hopefully, by bringing some rich Talanoa to the table. So a huge fa'atata itele lava, malo alpito, and vinaka vakalevu for the support so far. Okay, with all the admin out the way, it might be a good idea to introduce our very first guest. He is Wellington-born and bred. All black captain, but a very proud Samoan, a leader amongst his peers, a pioneer in many ways, on and off the field, a family man, and an advocate for our Pacifica. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome Adi Salvea to the Talanoa. Welcome, Uso. What's
1: up, Uso? Thanks for having me on, my man.
0: Oh man, it's great to great to have you on. Um, Son, before we get into it, I'd just like to sort of start with with the stories behind your name.
1: Yeah, so my one's like a funny one. Um, well, my old man, uh, my old man, he had a. So I'm actually named after my old man's best friend. His name's Adi Modi Modi fella. Hati. Um, so I thought I, I don't know the story, but I think they were just on the puss one day, and I was born, and you know, you know, our dads were all Ongar with their boys. Um, I just told my wife I want to name him after my best friend, Adi. So, um, Ooh, name it. Way. It's a funny story though, bro. Like, because Adi ended up being my godfather, and like every he's just Hati Maudie fella now. Or he's he's passed away sadly, but when he was alive, um, bro, every Chiefs game because he lived up north, he'd be that one crazy Hurricanes fan, like loud and proud, telling everyone I was named after him. You know
0: those. Yeah. You
1: know the you know, those guys. Those ones, were, yeah. um, oh yeah, well, wow, not a not a special story, but I think I was just named after the old man's best mate.
0: Shana, where's your family from in Samoa? Yeah, so
1: the old man, um, his name's uh, Masinga. he's from Sium. Um, it's uh, the Samoan name, and then my old lady, uh, Vitolina, she's from Nuagamu. So they're both from up here um, and both migrated to New Zealand when they're in their early 20s, I think, around the team. Teen- oh, mum mom when she was younger, dad when he was about 18, 19, I think.
0: Mm. So, your, your upbringing, can you maybe just touch on quickly your upbringing in New Zealand, obviously, with with your brother, Julian? Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we obviously, me and Jules were New Zealand born, Kiwi born. Um, but yeah, our upbringing, man. Like when I look back at it, um, we were so rich, also. We were rich, um, like in love, and and a lot of the things that a lot of us Pacific Islanders um, we know is around. Our families are close. We're tight. Uh, there's a lot of love, um, so we we weren't short of that. Um, But in terms of the material things, obviously, you know, struggle with kūpe and money. You know, our parents struggled a lot um, in terms of providing, putting food on the table. So like all most of our parents, they worked two two jobs or, you know, over time. So, you know, in terms of that side, there was a bit of struggle. But looking back at it, man, like me and my brother were so lucky. Don't even know how our parents dealt with it, like, you know, especially at this day and age, we, like, got everything, and we're we still complaining, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> pretty much. Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, what mum and dad did for us and our upbringing, like, they did everything they could to to put me and Jules in the best position we could to succeed. Um, and, yeah, still owe them, you know, our lives, and, and the only way we can repay them has been the best version of ourselves. So... Yeah, our bringing bro was was quite a humble humbling one um really grateful for
0: those experiences because it's made us who we are today let's just talk about julian for just for a quick minute you just obviously yeah. we're just talking about him it's funny it's i think people forget what that man could do on the field like that he was one of the greatest of all time like
1: yeah and i, I think um yeah it's for me as a as a brother, like it still kind of hurts me to this day. Mm. You know, when stuff around bus and and kind of like the the disrespect kind of little things that that, that gets put on his name. And, you know, obviously, you know, there's some things that happen and later in his career that, you know, winning going overseas and, and stuff like that. And you know, a lot of that's got to do with media around painting a narrative and you know, people just read headlines and stuff like that and automatically think of players like that. Um, But, yeah, you know, like what that that guy did in the Canes jersey and still does in the Canes jersey, you know, I remember people saying they only go to the Hurricanes games to watch Jules, you know, when I wasn't in the team, you know, like little things like that. Um, And it's sometimes sad to see, like, you know, when he's named in the Canes side and Canes fans are like, you know, like dogging him, well, why is he there? But they don't realize the amount of experience. Um, he may not be the best winger on the field, but the amount of experience and value he brings to the young fellas like Silesi and all them, um, it's just as important. But you know, people don't see that. But um, nah, like you say, also, the um, also's you know done some amazing things.
0: It's, um, it's
1: pretty special you know, to yeah.
0: If we if we look at You've had a front row seat to Julian's journey from a very young age. You've been in the yep. shadows, but now you're obviously well and truly your own man. I guess yep. how did and you sort of touched on a little bit on it. So how did his journey affect sort of the way you've done, you know, your journey?
1: Oh awesome, man, I've I've got a like like you know, I honor my brother and and thank him for like <clears throat> what he's done in my career and my life. Like like you say, I, I had I had a front row seat to him and a lot of my decisions <clears throat> and how I kind of paid my way through life was through, through Buster's life. And that was the mistakes that he made, the good things that he was doing. Like, and I got to see it. So I was just like sitting back and going, okay, I'm going to do that. Jewel stuffed up there. I went, I'll go this way. So a lot of the decisions that I didn't have to go through, Jewel went through it for me.
0: You know what I mean? Uh, I know, yeah.
1: He got the hiding for me. You
0: know? <laughs> he got the assassin. It's like, okay, well, bro, we're not going to bring that up. Okay, yeah, fine, that's that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, but, you know, like, a lot of kind of where my kind of career and my life kind of went to was based off a lot of what Busser's, um kind of went, what he went through. And I just kind of learned to navigate through his journey yeah. Watching her story and you know, that's why people ask, like, oh, you know, you're you're better than Bus now. But to be honest, I'm only as I'm only where I am because of him, if that makes sense, you know. You know what's crazy also, like um people people always ask, Oh, I where do you get the and jewels, where do you get the bump off kind of thing, the the leg drive, and that um and it's real hard because I think it's like I think it's instilled 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 in you in a young age. Like, I don't know. Like, like a memory for me is like having I had uncles and older cousins that we played a game called knee rugby. I'm sure all the Pacific Islanders played that knee rugby. Oh. When you don't have you got a small lounge, but what happened was that we used to like the young guys or us young kids used to get told just run it straight, and our uncles and cousins would just obviously funger us. But like for me, that instilled like a like don't be scared, just run it and try and bump off the biggest guy there. In terms of like our speed, because we, we, we didn't have a car growing up, we got our first car, family car, when Jules got his first contract. So we used yeah. to walk in, we used to walk in bus everywhere um, in Wellington, and um, you know when Mum used to go, housey late at night? Um, we'll finish. And we'll catch the bus. One We used to catch two buses. We'll catch uh, one bus and then we'll tell mum to walk and we'll just, like, park up for, like, 10 minutes. And what me and Jules would do was, at late at night, we'd race cars back home. So, like, we'd see a car coming up 50 metres and then we'll give ourselves, like, a 70-metre race and we'll, like, sprint and race cars until we got home. And I think, like, those little things that we used to do when we were young, without even knowing, kind of helped us to be who we are now in terms of yes. run run it straight, not being scared, trying to trying to find a bigger people than us. You know how our yes. uncles were bigger. A lot of things like that, I when people ask me, I look back like that and and, and remember those kind of things, that kind of helped us.
0: so obviously proud are more, what does what does being Pacifica Mean to you because it means different things to different people. Everyone's on yeah. their journey. Pacifica for me is um, identity. Also, it's mm.
1: um for me, it's and, and like my journey now. It's kind of a it, it's like the unknown. Like I've I'm on that journey of learning where my roots come from, like where where I come from, my family. Where you know. My my family line come from, and um, and I just the f- the first thing that popped into my mind was identity, and I think for me as a kiwi kiwi born Samoan, you know, like you, I I avoided trying to know my Samoan side, or oh, not my sorry, I avoided going back home and and the the Samoan way. I avoided that because I did a lot of negative stuff about it. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, you get older and more mature that there's something missing in you. Um, and soon to realise it was because I didn't know who I was. Um, and being able to go home, see my granddad and um, the family that I've never met before, you know, in Sumo and, and Luako and all, just kind of that sense of gratitude. And, like, I think that, that thing that was missing inside I Felt it, there was like peace. Like, it's like, shucks, this is where I'm from. And to be honest, I still want to navigate that space. Um, I've only been home once, and that was about last year or two years ago before COVID. Um, but yeah, for me, I think culture's identity and it's and what it means to me is, um, is everything because that's where I come from.
0: And you know, and it's all about you know where you are on the journey, embracing it, and and sort of,
1: yeah, and that's it. Also, like. Because I was always like ashamed because, like, you know, like you could, I could never, I, I still can't speak fluent Samoan, and you know, and all my mates could, and they go, ah, you blessed the, you know, like stuff like that. That, yeah. you know, but then later on, you kind of like, that's what kind of holds you back because you're too scared to, you know, yeah, but navigate. Oh, but, um, you know what I mean? It's nah, man, like, I'm really proud. Of my heritage and my culture, and um, for me, I just want to navigate that space more, and mm. um, yeah, and, and just truly dive into
0: it. Obviously, you've been quite vocal about playing for the man What's the reality of that happening?
1: Yeah, um, the reality of it, man. Like you know, people <laughs> people read the headlines. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, you know, I told them. I told them I had a media interview, and I said I would love to represent Samoa yes. one day. Yeah. Mm. But a law comes on the headline. He wants to represent Samoa, but they missed out one day. Wow. Um, and they they people see the eligibility rules change, but they don't know it's it's a three year stand down. Yeah. So even if I stand down, I wouldn't. We wouldn't be at the World Cup. Exactly. So, you know, like, um, my heart, like, I love to represent Samoa one day also, and the Reality of it, it would probably be like if I was still good enough, you um, I still had it, um, and I didn't think that I would be taking someone else's spot in the squad that I thought was better. And um, I was just making it based off reputation. Um, I wouldn't play for the jersey because that's how much I, you know, like I value other people in the jersey. But the realistic chance would be probably be in the 27 World Cup, Like, you know, aiming for that. Would- but, yeah, even even so, like, like I've heard, I've had people message me, like, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and go play for more now? Um, You know, but, you know, when you got a wife and you got two kids, yeah. um, you can't just leave. You know, like, there's a whole kind of decision yeah, yeah. process. You know, people say, why did not he pick that nation first? But, but it's my given right yeah. to all in New Zealand and it's my given right to represent I'm Samoan too Mm. so it doesn't matter if I you know like it's my given right to be able to represent
0: who I am you know that's true I like I like what you said there with um, bro I'm just representing who I am that's who I am I'm, I'm New Zealand but I'm Samoan as well you know it's um, it's, it's a really, it's a really great point eh? Um What does you, what does your faith? I know, I know you're, 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 a man of faith, and 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 if someone said, what is your, what was your purpose? Where does your mind go? Where does, where does your thoughts go when when someone says, easy also, my, yeah, you know, my life
1: be the best man I can be for my wife and my kids, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Um, I know for the journey I've been through. Um, like putting my family first putting God first putting my family first um, that's my purpose right there also and, and having my family okay and happy I'm able to do everything else that I can do in my life like the business, the rugby like that just comes I, I can do that but if my family's not set up like my main rocks um, then I can't and for me to be able to be the best man and the best husband, the best father, um, the word, the, the Lord's word. That's where I, I, I stem all, a lot of my wisdom and a lot of just my quiet time and and, and encouragement from also. So that's where the, my faith plays a big part. Um, and it's, yeah, also like I, I want to, like the journey around my faith is probably haven't, I've kind of. Gotten into, not gotten into. Sorry, I've always believed, but really knowing the word and knowing, um, understanding it, probably didn't take me till like the last two years till now. Yeah. Um, that's kind of yes, yeah, stripping everything back with me and and kind of just made me realize that I've just got to be the best man for my for my wife and for my kids, and yeah. everything else stems from that. Um, so my purpose also is being, being a great man to my wife um, and my kids. And also, like, I know another purpose um, that kind of I love to, I know it's part of my heart is to to hopefully make an impact, um, obviously with my family first, but then other people in my community. And and that's looking like my extended family, my friends, and my
0: ex, making an impact in my own backyard, if that makes sense or so. Mm. Good. I like that. I like, it's funny because often people can get grandiose with the notion of purpose. I love how you just strip it back to just sort of sound like me and my family is good, then we good. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's quite, that's quite, um, that's quite insightful, actually. Um, with your journey, with your faith here, yeah, I know, I could imagine the, I wouldn't say temptation or that, but the, it's a different game. With someone like of your, you know, nature is different to, you know, Joe Bloggs trying to live their faith. I guess there's different obstacles that you have to navigate that normal, normal guys just don't have to, you know. I think everyone, you know, obviously goes through their, their, you know, their
1: storms in life and Mm -hmm. everyone has their their testimonies and their journeys that they go through. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like you say, mate, like for me, also, like, straight out of college, I went into a rugby professional environment. Um, when I was 18, I was traveling to places like Las Vegas, Paris, you know, for the first time. My first plane ride was when I was 18. And then, you know, you you go into the rugby environment and obviously we all know what the rugby culture is like around alcohol, um, you know, women and and just like, you know, the locker room chat. And you just kind of naturally fall into that without even knowing, right? Um, So for me, going into that, like, You know, you live that out and, um, you know, having a family kind of just like like having my faith just kind of made me realise that all those things around the material stuff that come off the game, the fame, the the accolades, the you know, all the stuff that you think is important when you're the, you know, when you're not playing footy or you're not famous, when you actually are, you actually realise the most important thing is your family. You know what I mean? Like it's making sure your day ones are happy, I mean, and it's like you say. Also, like you say, oh, it's it's awesome to hear you say it. it's just real simple. But for me, before this, I was I was the ones that were giving these grand grand answers yeah. to like what my Jeez. um. And it's just gone. Life has just gone full mm. circle. Where pretty much as long as my wife and my kids and mum and dad and like my family are happy. And I'm happy. I'm happy, and my family's happy. Thing,
0: yeah. Everything else will be all good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's no, that's good, bro. Um, yeah. know what, what kind of advice would you give to? I was I was going to say Pacifica players, but I'm just saying Pacifica in general. Maybe a Pacifica youth coming through and yeah. whatever endeavors they're looking to pursue. What What would you? What kind of gem, or you know, I mean, you know, what would you say to our, our next generation company? Because obviously, you you understand you're a, you're a person of huge influence, but you know, I guess, yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> I
1: hate with that. Uh, I'll take <laughs> advice. Um, but like I only can speak through kind of like advice from my, what I've been through, but if there are a few things, bro, to, to say is to, um, Never doubt yourself, um, never doubt what you believe and never doubt your gut Um, because I know our people and the way we're brought up through our family, like love, respect, honour is is embedded in us through our our parents. So that's, you know, and I know through society and, and the systemic kind of way the systems are run, it kind of allows us to doubt ourselves like we consider ourselves as dumb, um, but we actually aren't. We just, we're beautiful, bright people sometimes doing the wrong things. Um, so, yeah, one of them is never doubt yourself, always believe in yourself, trust your gut. Um, and the second one, and I think for, I was thinking about this the other day, like, with Pasifika rugby players, um, is actually, like, learning the game of rugby, having real high rugby IQ. Because like obviously we've got that natural, beautiful talent. Right? Like we light up the world in terms of X-Factor, right? Um, and that's probably a lot of teams and a lot of people just see us as that. Like we're these guys that are X-Factor. Yeah, athletes, uh, yeah. But sometimes there's a, there's a majority of us that don't have high rugby IQ. So when it comes to like team selections, when it comes to picking a play or not, who are they going to pick someone that does have the X-factor, but in terms of contributing to a team in a in a, in a level where they can communicate or they have, like, someone of a bālangi that, like, runs the lineouts, runs the defence, you know, who are they going to pick? Because they would, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you Through my experience also. Yeah, it kind of sounds, like, weird saying that, like, having high... high oh, yeah, no, no, that's...
0: that's- that's quite um no I find that very I mean you you'll hear people say this and that but I th- coming from yourself saying you know we don't and and you, I I've never heard that I've never heard someone say bro just be better uh, at the game from from here you know like we always go get fitter stronger faster but the fact that you're saying we need to know the game better and understand the game better so that we can. Put, be put in positions where we can, you know, affect the game. Like that's, I, I find that, Jana, that's that's incredible. Yeah.
1: You know what, we're so used to just, give me the ball. I'll just yeah. jam, score. And that, you know, that's okay. And that's all good. But I've seen it so many times where we have talented athletes, Pacifica athletes, that have the talent in the world. But then there's other players of different culture, different, you know, that probably don't have as much of the talent. But they're, they're, they're in meetings, talking, they're yeah. leading, they're, you they're know, the like, yeah. you know, and I hate it too because it's like, it's like trying to change who we are to be this, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of like playing the game to get there and then be able to influence through like that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if that there, if there was a few kind of advice just from the top of my head in our discussion also. Um, it'll be, be that, and a lot of people may disagree with me. So,
0: but uh, no, yeah. I, I I find that really fascinating. You know, when you talk about the doubt, I think us as islanders, we can often do that, and we can do that naturally because of a variety of reasons. But I see in you because in your clothing too, you sort of you're always um, emphasising and trying to empower people to they just back yourself, just back yourself. And I think we have as islanders. Humility is something that we often, you know, learn to do naturally, but then I think we almost take it a step further and just like, oh no, 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 I'm not, you know. But backing yourself—that's uh, that—that's, I think, that's really, really good advice, eh?
1: Hey? Yeah, and a lot of a lot of my messages, I, I have stemmed from that because I used to be the biggest self-doubter, mm-hmm. and it wasn't out of believing myself, um, and I, I stepped out and was like holy, holy echo like, it's actually not as bad as what I thought, and I'm actually getting, like, what I actually, the rewards of it, and to be fair, like, being able to step out and don't doubt yourself and be brave and that you gotta have a crew that are next to you, that are affirming you, that are encouraging you, yeah, that are, that's good, yeah. Thanks, to, uh, be this, these bright people, because I feel like, us, as PR, sometimes we, we box ourselves into this yes. narrative, mm. but this is, yeah, and I think it's, it's to the point of the systems in place in our world yeah. where we just, but having people that actually dream with you, they share the same vision, um, can be awesome for you too, because it allows you to step out without knowing that you won't get judged by your close ones, yeah. Mm.
0: Sianna, what did, um, what did becoming the all black captain? What did you learn from that experience?
1: Yeah, um, honestly, man, like it kind of blindsided me. Eh? Um, wasn't expecting it at all, but like a lot of the learnings that I learned was exactly what I told you around learning around the rugby IQ and, and how to actually run a team. Um, and it's just more than yourself. Like for me, I was just so used to just focusing on myself, making sure I was really I prepped well, so I could go out there and play. And if I played well, then that meant it was for the best of the team. Uh, for me, being in that kind of skipper role, you kind of I kind of learned um, how everything worked in terms of um, like leadership meetings. Um, me having to speak because I don't speak often. Oh, really? Um, I'd
0: expect it, yeah. Oh, really? Okay.
1: Um, and I, I prefer just to lead through my action. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's most of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, what I, I learned that I had to talk and I had to voice, use my voice, trust my heart. And I think being a skip, I kind of leaned into my faith a lot more and trusted God in terms of words that I needed to speak in leadership meetings to players one-on-ones I trusted him with that um, but yeah all the stuff also that I was doing like I wasn't doing when I was skipped. you know I just kind of sat back and was just doing my my bit and then being skipped, kind of like I learned so much about myself in terms of who I could who I can be um, and it was, it was, it took me to lead the All Blacks for me to actually see that I was good enough to be able to do that. Um, so that was pretty special. So, and to be honest, like I was a skip, but I had great guys around me um, that we all complemented each other's like weaknesses and strengths. Um, so, yeah, if there was something I learned about myself, also was that I could actually do the things that I kind of sat back and pondered. If I could, <laughs> but yes, to Oh yeah.
0: well. Awesome. Oh, wow. Um, will you ever go back to the goggles, sound What was the goggles at the World Cup? Was it just vision? Nah, so people always ask
1: because they mock me because I wore them for one. But um, so what happened is I've I'm quite I'm quite blind in my left eye, so it can't get any better. Um, only only can like hopefully stay the same. I think it's a cornea, but like a scratch in my cornea um and the, i i've had it for many years or so but i just hadn't told anyone and it wasn't for a conversation with my all-black stock i just told him i had that and then he ph- he went and like made this big thing out of it like, you gotta wear these these goggles because if i get hurt in my right eye also and that goes i'll be blind you know what i mean and so he goggles they, they, like, in Japan, the humidity, they were kind of, like, the worst time to test them out. Um, but so I wore them and then um, just kind of scarred them after that season. But, yeah, that's the whole reason why, is because if I get hurt in my right eye also, or anything goes to this, yeah. I'm pretty much Yeah, I
0: don't know. A so, man running around one eye of the man. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. But the whole reason was,
1: you know, if I get hurt. So it was just it the one-off
0: was... sort of experiment kind of thing? Is that what he was just sort of trying to? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it was a one-off experiment. Um and I think
0: they're still working on it. But if there
1: were ones that didn't affect my performance, I'll definitely rock them. Ah, uh,
0: true, true, true. No, no, yeah. we're just gonna go quick fire on this. You can just hit yeah. me with the um uh answer. What we go, so cover or beers? Cover. Cover. What's your nickname? Um are the... Adzor or Kamalos, yeah, Malos A$AP. okay. Okay. Uh, player you admired growing up?
1: Uh, Joe Rokotoko
0: wow. Favorite teammate? Favorite teammate? Currently? All time and currently, you choose.
1: Oh, I'll probably be Nani. Oh, actually. Nani. Yeah, we
0: beast. Um, favorite coach?
1: Favorite coach, or I have to say, Chris Boyd. Wow.
0: Favorite stadium.
1: Favorite stadium, uh, Principality Stadium,
0: Cardiff. Cardiff. Okay. Uh, toughest opposition. Um, the toughest opposition. I'd always have to say South Africa. Wow. Monsters, they monsters. Uh, in your opinion, who was the rugby goat? In my opinion, the rugby goat.
1: Oh, that's a tough one, eh?
0: Shucks. The goat. Because I know a lot of people say Richie or Dan. Um I mean, yeah. yeah. But I it's it's from, uh, I mean from a rugby I always look at
1: it like as a my 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 perception and my view and yeah, yeah. It, but in terms of results, yeah, those um Dan and Richie, but for me the goat. But I'd, I'd say my I I like that also around my and that because like I get comments now on me being Skip and me being an all-black player and especially Skip and like we have to cert- fit this certain type of way of what, like people have painted this perception of a captain of the team should be this way. Okay. Whereas in, like they see me dancing on TikTok, I love to dance also. That's who I am with my kids and stuff but they go this is our captain what the hell is he doing that for but lay lord this is me as a person um and the reason why I say Maha is the goat because he kind of like was a rugby player but also did a lot of other things Mm. that painted him as normal got his eyebrows done dreadlocks died was authentically him like didn't care you know like and that that relates to us a lot you know instead of being this like dimensional way
0: so just touching back on that captaincy thing. So I guess when you were captain, so you were almost trying to show uh, maybe not necessarily the Barangis, but like the brothers, like, man, like this is, we can captain like this. I can captain like this hey, in, a, in a way, you know?
1: Like, and that's it. Like we're so used to, um, you know, like, you know, like, you yeah, know, obviously, you know, you get skipped and they like, and they fall into the trap where they have to, they change them who they are change themselves because they think this is the prototype way well i'm here to say i'm the new prototype and and that's for our people yeah and and i think it takes a lot of work because it needs to you need to be mentally on yeah but like um one thing i like from a kind of great reliable um like who was who was wise said never change who you are doesn't matter if you're skipped so you know like for me just being who i am and and trying to show the boys that we can be in these positions, not have to change ourselves, yeah. but be who we are authentically.
0: 100%. And even if
1: even if there's dancing and doing shoulder rolls and
0: like, oh, you know. That's thing Being able to bring your full, you know, P.I. self to the role, like, that's important because I know, I mean, I not like the, that not
1: the who you are and then you be who you are and they go, oh, um, bro, can you stop dancing like that or doing that because that's not how they see being
0: a leader is exactly. you know what i mean that's good bro that's good um i'm at the end of it now bro i'm just uh so we're, we're done now so um those those oh, well, yeah. are, what's that
1: it's it's awesome Oose. like they say a good great podcast stems from a great host so
0: yeah, I'm. I'm, Siana, The first time I was gonna say this to you at the start, like Siana, if I'm doing anything wrong, just let me know because I could just, you know, um, I'm just trying to learn um, navigate this space. But uh, I, I appreciate you coming on, Shana, and uh, yeah, no, it's pretty surreal just to be sitting here just chatting with uh, the man himself. But um, yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Also doing awesome, bro. First time, like I like I said, it was like the guest. I always got told us the guest is as comfortable as how the host makes them feel. So um also time I don't know how long it's been, but it just feels like we've been talking for five minutes. But time's five. So
0: appreciate Sauna, it. I appreciate it. Hey, pavotea, la lava, bro. And I, I wish you all the best. And um uh Sauna, maybe we touch base again and sometime in the future. But I really appreciate this. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>